Getting 10,000 followers on Instagram isn't just a vanity metric. There are some real benefits to reaching that specific number of followers, especially if you're trying to become a full-fledged content creator. You unlock IG's swipe up feature and you become more visible to bigger brands. You are viewed as a more trusted voice online and thus makes you even more attractive to companies for collaborations. Hitting 10,000 followers and beyond have opened up many opportunities for us to the point that we've actually started doing this full time. Hi, I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Chelsea. And we are content creator friends who both started our content creation journey on Instagram. In this episode, we will be sharing some of the methods we've used to reach that next level of visibility on the platform. So grab your favorite drink and let's chat. Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Woohoo! Happy Friday, Chelsea. Hi, Friday. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Friday. You have no idea. I've had three kids all week, James and I have, and we are just completely exhausted. I was going to say, I have a clue as to how excited you are because it's like, Chelsea, when are we recording? When are we recording? Let's do it tomorrow. And then let's do it tomorrow. And then let's do it tomorrow. (laughs) I know. I'm so sorry. And for you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, um, James and I have had our niece for the past week. Her mom had a new baby and she is... Um, Isla, her name is Isla, and she's one and a half, and she's a really good baby. She's really good, but you have to keep your eye on a toddler at all times. Oh, yeah. um, so trying to work and watch the toddler has been exhausting for me, but her dad came and picked her up today. So like I was telling Michael, usually I'm like, bye, auntie's going to miss you. But I was like, bye, girl. I see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a darn near impossible task, to be honest. It like, really is. Yeah, it's like you yeah. need to have literally have eyes in the back of your head you and do. extra arms and you have to For be on sure. your feet. So if you're working, you're like, I've tried that. Like I've watched my daughter. It's while so I, work. Hard. I was just like standing up and like yeah. sli- uh, maybe a little bit far from the keyboard. <laughs> just like I'm ready yeah. to pounce just in case. Yeah, I know. It's no joke. It's no joke. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I'm though. Fun. I'm glad. It seems like um, things hopefully will start to slow down for you, at least for this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm probably not. I'm probably going to be playing catch up all weekend and doing the work that I didn't really get to do this week. So, mm. but James will be here and my kids are pretty self-sufficient. So <laughs> it, it should be fine. Yeah. Just give them water and food. They're, they're fine. <laughs> as long as they have some type of device, which I hate saying that. I hate being that parent, like the device babysitting my kids. But sometimes like mama just has to work and you've got to watch TV, but oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. They'll, <laughs> They'll find ways to entertain themselves. That's how I figured yeah. it. Yeah. And dad, dad, they, they like to be entertained by dad until they need something. Like if they have, if they needing, like if they need mental comforting, like they come to mom, they're like, daddy's cold. I need mommy. So <laughs> mental they'll comforting. be fine. They'll be fine until dad like scuffs their knee or something. So oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, today we have a very interesting episode. I think This is probably one of those episodes that we should have started talking about very early on in the podcast, like for sure, not like 41 episodes later, but you know, we were trying to find our, our, our footing. Yeah. I think we, we found a little bit of a solid ground, semi-solid ground right now. I think so. I think so. But this is a, yeah, hopefully this is a, a topic that a lot of people have been asking 
I'm sure not just me, but you as well. Like, mm -hmm. how do I get to 10,000? I've actually had someone reach out to me before and they've said that they've been stuck in like the 9,000 mark on Instagram and they just couldn't get past it for some reason. And you know what? I, I, honestly, there's no magic, um, magic method to it. I yeah. guess we'll just say this, you know, outright. There's no magic method for you to suddenly hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. But before we get there, like we have to first understand um, the best practices, basically. That's what we're going to try to share, right? Mm -hmm. Tips and um, maybe steps that we've taken ourselves to try to hit that magic number. And we'll explain, maybe we should also talk about why we want to hit that that magic number. I'm just saying magic number again. But yeah. do you remember, Chelsea, your, your own personal journey um, from, you know, beginning your your Instagram account to reaching 10,000. Do you do you remember like any details like um how it felt maybe to reach that goal? Yes, for sure. So that actually hitting 10,000 happened to me not that long ago. I mean, last year around October, I think. I don't really actually remember, but I remember being super excited and feeling like I had made it when I hit 10,000 even though like it's just 10,000, but I struggled so hard to get to that point. Like it was a lot of trial and error for me. Um, a lot of probably more error than, than trial, I would assume. <laughs> um, like Michael said, there's no magic button that you can push to hit 10,000. It's just a lot of finding what works for your followers and finding what doesn't work for them. Um, I remember I, like the person that reached out to you, I was stuck at 8,000 and 9,000 forever. And now I feel like I'm kind of stuck Oh, I was stuck at 10,900 for the longest time, like trying to get to 11,000. <laughs> so it's like an ongoing battle of trying to gain followers and, and likes. But yeah, I think uh, when we first started working together, you had six or 5,000. Yeah, right? 5,000 probably. And then yeah. what did we say? We said that, all right, we have a mission. And our mission yeah. is to get you to 10,000, right? To get me to 10,000. And we did. We eventually we did. got me there. Yeah, we did. So guys, you who are listening to this, there it, it is possible. It might seem impossible. I mean, sure enough, like when I was, when I first started, what, a couple of years back, I remember saying, I'm going to try to figure out how, because if people can get to 10,000, there's surely there's a way for me to do the same thing. It mm -hmm. felt very, it felt impossible at the time. But then I saw, as I saw the numbers grow, I started to get a pulse, you know, and understand, basically a, a understand what my audience likes and what the app itself likes, you know, uh, pertaining to the type of posts that, I, that mm -hmm. I share. So I basically just tried to listen as carefully as possible. And then I finally reached it. I remember when I reached it, I was eating lunch. I, I was downstairs. Um, eating lunch and I was not even prepared for it. I knew it was coming, but I was just yeah. like, oh crap, I'm going to hit 10,000. And it was surreal. So when I did hit it, I just ran upstairs, sat in front of the camera. I was still eating. I think if you look at my picture, <laughs> it's actually there. I was eating and that was true. You know, I was, it, it just so, it just happened at like the most, I guess, I, you know, um, it just wasn't a special moment. <laughs> yeah, same same for me. Like I didn't even know I had hit 10,000 yeah. until people were messaging me and like, congratulations on 10,000, you deserve it. I'm like, oh, 
Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> so it's not a, like a glamorous moment. That's the word I was trying to look for. It wasn't glamorous <laughs> at all. However, it is still to this day, my most memorable milestone in this entire like journey so far. And I think mm -hmm. also the most important. And the reason why I think it's the most important is because when you hit 10,000, suddenly you're like, you know, I, I don't want to say it to sound vain or anything, but you are a, a figure, a public public figure at that point. Right? People trust what you say at yeah. that point too. Yeah, exactly. It's almost just like getting your driver's license. Like, oh yeah, he mm -hmm. knows how to drive. So it's like, this guy knows social media. This guy knows what he's talking about, or this guy knows mm -hmm. how Instagram works. So that kind of happens um, once you hit that mark. So if you are trying to be a full-fledged content creator, like we said in the intro, this is a very important milestone for you to try to achieve. And we are going to share with you some tips that we've accumulated over the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. um, I think the first thing, you know, general guidelines, I guess, is what I want to share is that, again, there's no magic way of doing it. You have to be, uh, there's no magic time. There are optimal um, times of the day where you can post for more visibility, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that when you're doing something, a, you know, a certain way, it doesn't mean it's wrong, right? There's yeah. no wrong. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest things that uh, I have trouble with when I listen to other people share their own methods is that they speak about these methods as if this is the, like one way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Fact is Instagram is always updating the algorithm. And I hate always. that word. Always. Yeah. I always. Hate I, I hate that word too, because always everyone says, I beat the algorithm. I understand the algorithm. You understand it right now. And then it changes and in three changes. months. Yeah. <laughs> so don't get too hung up on the algorithm, right? Yeah. So we're not going to try to focus on those type of steps in this episode. But, yeah. you know, I guess um, the very basics, It let's just, I'm just going to pretend that this is your first time um opening up your Instagram and actually making an account and you're still trying to figure out what type of post you're going to make, right? I mean, when I started, I definitely did not know what type of account I wanted. Um, I started off, yeah, I started off doing, um, making my Instagram account as more of like a portfolio piece. I've mentioned that before because I was a graphic designer. So I said, I'm just going to post some of my work. And then hopefully people will find it and then they'll say, oh, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. Would let me hire him. The world doesn't work that way. <laughs> so. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you have to put in a little bit more work. Some of us get lucky, but you have to put in a little bit more work. So the first step that you have to take for sure is to make your account public. I know that sounds very silly, but it actually is a thing. You know, sometimes we don't even know when we start our Instagram account, maybe in the beginning, we thought we were just going to share it with friends and family. We set it to private. So make mm -hmm. it public so that whatever you post, people can find, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, one thing to remember is that IG is a visual medium, right? Instagram is a visual medium. So you have to try your very best to have eye-catching photos. Now, this yeah. doesn't mean, I'm sorry, this doesn't mean that your photos need to be professionally done or absolutely perfect. You just have to get your audience's attention. Remember, you just get the, the audience attention and then you reel them in with, you know, oh, I see your dog. <laughs> your dog just walked in the room. 
And now James let her out of her cage. Oh, He's that's also. okay. Get her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, James. <laughs> that's I completely that. fine. Okay. Because I, I saw your face. You're like. <laughs> I heard her coming. I heard her come down the hallway. I was like, oh, shit, here she comes. Okay. Yeah. So you just have to make sure that you get your attention, right? And then you reel them in with, with um, your captions. That's how, mm -hmm. at least that's how my method was. And so I'll give you maybe three, my, from my personal observations, three types of Instagram accounts that have grown in the recent maybe two years, right? Um, the first one is a, obviously the eye-catching ones, like the, the ones that are visually magnificent, like whether... Like Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon, Would be a, right? a good example. Yeah. And um, like, so examples, yeah, such as Peter McKinnon, you know, public figures or people who are just like professional photographers mm -hmm. um, and also videos, right? Video editors. And we've seen a lot of those. And I guess, yeah. I guess it really depends on who you're following. Um, mm. Also special interests or hobbies, like for example, people who like cars. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in that category. So I follow a bunch of these accounts that have just like, they, I basically ogle at cars. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like porn to me. <laughs> Probably oh, shouldn't have said that. But you know what I mean? It's like, when I see one, I'm like, ooh, I can't stop. I, I have to stop and look at it and just like, you know what I mean? And, and, and browse like all these other car accounts. Mm -hmm. So there is special interest or hobbies and they catch your attention right away. Some are for keyboards. I've seen those like, yeah, um, I have too. Right. And they look really nice and you, they attract the, a specific audience. Mm -hmm. Others are maybe food or travel. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Technology. That's another thing. Like for us, yeah. right? very niche specific, specific. Yeah. Very, very, very specific. So those yeah. are the eye catching, um, types of accounts that I can, I can, think of. And then there's the other one, which is basically a more value-based type of account. So they share carousels with how-tos, right? Mm -hmm. Like steps and like, for example, the Christo or the future. They're I was very, just about to say him. Yeah, they're very, I think he started, he didn't start it, but he really, really dissected that thing. And you can't help but swipe the next it's almost down to a science right so yeah. he uses carousels and for those who are not familiar with carousels they're basically I, instagram basically lets you post um in a single post you can have 10 pages essentially so you just swipe through them mm -hmm. and so he utilizes all these 10 pages so he'll, in the first page it'll be like just for for an example how to reach 10,000 followers and then you swipe up i mean you swipe to the, to the next page and it'll say step one so he virtually has like 10 pages to work with. And so mm -hmm. he uses that and it's a value-based, right? So that one is an example. Another example is our um, accounts that share tutorials. We've seen a lot of those. Mm -hmm. So how to do this, how to do that. It can be in a form of an IGTV post or a regular feed post with just multiple swipes of videos or actual step-by-step, -step, right? Um, otherwise, Others are going to be more of like the quick guides or references, such as this is a color wheel or this, these are the design fundamentals or these are the, the you know, the, the most popular fonts, or it can even be, um, a before and after you've seen those, right, Chelsea? Like mm -hmm. this is a, yeah. 
There's a lot of those in the photography side of Instagram. Yeah. Like they'll show you how they got the photo and then they'll show you the final product at the end. Um, Evan, Evan Naka, I think is his name. He's really popular in that kind of side of Instagram and he, he crushes it. He does really good. I don't think I've ever seen, um, that account. I had to, I'm going to have to check yeah. that out. That's pretty cool. You got to check him out. He's really cool. He shows like, it's like pretty much raw footage. Like in the beginning, it just shows like the techniques that he's using, the things that he's doing. And then like the last couple seconds of the, the clip is the photos that he was able to get. It's mm. really cool. Okay. I think uh, I follow, um, unique depth. I think I've, I've shared oh, okay. his account before. Yeah. He does, yeah. um, very similar, right. He'll, he'll show, He'll show his gear. He'll show the mm -hmm. the place where he where he took a photo of uh, of whatever it is, like the actual location and the settings, and then he'll edit it, which is really cool. So yeah. a lot of people find value in that type of stuff. Um, the other thing is, um, I think actually those are the two main things that I at least have observed, like eye catching ones and value based ones. Yeah. But I think there is also like I would call it the Goldilocks zone of like this type of post, and the reason why I say that is that. You can you can be eye catching and also value based, right? Um, uh, you don't have to be professional. You don't have to be um, um, like super super good at it. You just have to be really like creative enough to catch your attention, right? Like there's one account that I will try to look for. I think his name is Case Kenny. Um, I followed him when he was like five thousand or something, mm -hmm. uh, and now he's like over a hundred, hundred. 20 something thousand. Oh, I think. wow. He has a smart That's method awesome. though. So he likes to share quotes or just like sayings or, or thoughts, but instead of writing it on, like typing it out or making like a really nice graphic, what he does is he has a disposable coffee cup. And what he does is he writes using a Sharpie, he writes something on the, on the actual cup and then takes a picture of it, presumably with his phone. So when you see something like that, when you see someone holding, first of all, it's like coffee. People are always attracted to coffee. And when you see something like that and there's something written on it, you cannot help but read it. Mm -hmm. So that was his hook. Like when you see his coffee cup, there's something written on it. You start to read it. And his entire, not necessarily his entire caption, but his message is there. Mm -hmm. And so he he gets his audience that way. And his engagement is through the roof. And so awesome. he reels them in with, with whatever his, is written on it. And then he basically flushes out the entire story using his captions. And so people are now engaged. They've spent enough mm -hmm. time reading it and reading the caption. Sometimes you can't help but feel engaged. Or yeah. sometimes you can't help but engage. So that's actually mm -hmm. a really smart way of doing it. So... Um, yeah, I think you don't have to be super professional. You don't have to be uh, as a photographer or a video editor or anything like that, but you just have to be creative enough or interesting enough mm -hmm. for people to stop and take a look. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite? Like if you can name Chelsea, like one account that you'd love to follow, can you name one and maybe tell us why you love that account? Oh my gosh. There's so many. Um, I can't, I can't think of his name, but he is a professional filmmaker and he does all of those really cool transitions. Like one, he made himself turn into a pile of snow. Like when he hit his head on the table, he turned into a pile of snow and like his hat and his shirt were still there. I, th I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He has all of those. I am so intrigued by his stuff because 
it looks so cool. Like he turned himself into a pumpkin one time and the when the pumpkin hit on the ground, it exploded. And, and you're like, how does he do that? Do that? And, but he shows you how he does it. Like he'll let the video run its course for a couple of days and then he'll make another video telling you how he did it. Right. And that's, that's the, probably the reason why you keep following this account, right? Yeah. It's so cool. Like he's obviously really good in his editing software that he uses, which I'm not sure what he uses, but mm -hmm. so good. I yeah. love it. Yeah, there's def there's definitely like accounts like that. And I think they mm -hmm. just add more value to their mm -hmm. work by showing how they do it. Like not necessarily, you know, every single thing, but giving the audience an idea. And so, yeah, I mean, that that's really popular right now because, you know, like in the early 2000s, even restaurants and chefs, they were very guarded when it came to like how they were doing something. Mm -hmm. But now it seems to be like, almost the, the cool thing or the popular thing to say, Hey, this is what I did. You can also achieve it if you do these certain things. Yes. It's like everyone kind of now wants other people to be able to do what they've done. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Do you basically like the more you share, mm -hmm. the more we were, we used to be afraid of sharing our secrets. I'm using secrets with air quotes yeah. um, because we're afraid that people will just copy it and then basically will i don't know outrace us if that's mm -hmm. if that's what we're afraid of i'm not really sure but you know that feeling right yeah so it's not really that the same anymore most of the time when i'm watching a video that i really admire and i want to see how it's done 99.9 percent .9 i'm not even going to do it i'm just i just want to see right. i'm just curious you're just curious yeah. of how it's done you yeah. know for sure I, I agree with that because there's a lot of things that I watch, like, especially on that guy's channel, like I would never be able to turn myself into a pile of snow, <laughs> Right. but it's really cool to see how he did it. And I'm sure there is a lot of people out there that will take his tips and, and do those types of things. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Exactly. So now having said all of this, it's, this doesn't mean that you have to be like these people. You still have to find your own, um, Absolutely. Niche, right? Your own little yeah. community, your own audience. So what we're going to share today are basically kind of general guidelines of how we did that, right? And I think my first, aside from those, like one of the things that I would say that you have to remember, or you try to treat Instagram this way. This is at least how I've been doing it. Instagram is a visual medium. So you try to capture them, your audience, using your, your photos in whatever way that you can think of but it doesn't stop there. Think of your photos as your storefront, right? You can mm -hmm. have the prettiest storefront. You can have like posters and signs and lighting and everything. But if you don't invite the people in to your store, no one's really going to walk in, right? So you yeah. invite them using captions, for example. And people are drawn to other people who are just like them. So mm -hmm. if you are going to write a caption, Try to write it in your own voice. Try to write it in a way where you're not pretending to be a celebrity. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Relatable, I Relatable. think, is yeah. where Michael is is heading to. And yes, that is so true. Mm -hmm. When I started posting, um, I guess it was in 2019, towards like the end of 2019, I was just posting like, random things like landscape photography and stuff like that. But when I started posting my office setups, it, I was very relatable. I was saying like, 
today in the office, like I was still working while my daughter was home. And I was saying like all of the stuff that she would mess up or, you know, stuff like that. And I noticed that people really started to follow me because of that. Like they were like, oh, she's just a regular person. She's a mom. She's working at home while her kids are there. And so that's definitely, I think, number one key other than having your photos, obviously pull them in first. And then once you pull them in with the photo, then they read your caption and they're like, oh, I would like to follow this person because they're just like me. Like I'm going through those same types of things. Exactly. Yeah. That's very important. And a lot of people think that you, once you post like, you know, I've, I've fallen into this whole thing too. Like, oh, I have an awesome picture. I'm going to share it tomorrow and then I'm going to post it and I'm going to wake up the next day uh, and, you know, just enjoy all the thousands of likes, which turned out no. to be three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like three That's likes. Still, I still don't get a lot of likes. Like on a photo that I think is just super good, mm-hmm. it gets like a handful of likes and you're like, hmm, well, yeah. that sucks. So but re- you move on. Yeah, exactly. You move on. But you re- remember that this is an in- just... An insane amount of people. There's an insane amount of people on the platform, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like putting your resume out there and having the wind below it, and hoping that hoping that somebody sees it and reads it and hires you, right? So true. You have to try to be visible, and the only way you can be visible is to to try to be as interesting and as relatable as possible. Because when you're rel- relatable, people are drawn to you, and then they visit sure. you more. And then they engage with you. So that's actually my next thing. Engage. Definitely engage with, with your audience. Don't try to act like a celebrity. You know, you're a regular person just like everyone else. Like when you right. see, like, okay, let's pretend that you are a celebrity. And, or you maybe you just, you feel like you're a celebrity. You're basically putting walls around you and saying, I'm more important than you. And yeah. that doesn't make people want to talk to you. Maybe it makes people want to look at you, but it doesn't mean that they want to talk to you or engage with you, right? Like you don't well, they're want They're going to feel like they're going to feel like you're not going to engage with them. So at some point they're going to just stop. Exactly. Because they're like, well, they're not going to write back to me. So I'm just not going to engage. I'm not going to take my time to, to write something. Right. What's the point? So yeah. respond to comments as best as you can and respond to DMs um, mm. and follow accounts that you like. Don't follow people just because it's the popular thing because it's also going to mess up your the algorithm basically so ig throws you around like areas inside instagram that it thinks uh you're interested in right so if you start liking i don't know maybe if i started liking can't think of any blankets (laughs) it'll show me a bunch of accounts with i don't know like people knitting or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? So it really depends on the accounts that you follow and you like. So be mindful about that. Try not to try not to just be like, oh, this is popular. This is popular. This is popular. I guess if you want to be popular in that crowd, and if that's the, uh, if that's the, the goal for your account, then maybe, but I'll just warn you right now, the accounts that you like and follow, you'll see more of that basically. Yeah. So, and you know, going back, you just basically just try to engage with your followers and other mm-hmm. people as much as possible. So talk, I guess in the same vein as engagement, also use the explore tab, right? Mm-hmm. When you explore, use the explore tab, you basically hit that magnifying glass that's inside the, the main navigation, right? And then it'll show you a bunch of like random accounts. In the beginning, it's random because it doesn't really know what you want. It just shows you the most popular ones. Mm-hmm. And so use that. And comment on other accounts, even if the ones that you don't follow, but don't necessarily follow them. 
just comment. Yeah. Like if you see something cool or you like or whatever, engage with them because they're also like you. They're waiting for people to engage. Mm -hmm. And guess what? When you engage in, with, with someone on like someone else's account, it's like you're in a classroom full of, of you know, students or kids or whatever, and you raise your hand. And so some of the attention are going to go towards you. And some people might even say, oh, this person sounds smart or they have a point or they're idiotic, whatever it is. But <laughs> it it makes them, it, it basically it encourages them to take action, to either look at your account and then guess what? Now they've discovered you. So if you have those eye-catching photos or interesting posts, then you're more likely to catch them, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like fishing. You're basically casting your net and you're hoping for every time that you throw the net out there that you'll catch a fish or two. So just keep doing that. Um, so use the explore page, engage with your audience and other audiences, other accounts, and answer questions that might some others might be asking. You know, for example, if I went to a page that shared a particular product and someone asked, hey, what monitor is that? And no one really responded to them, not even the account, uh, the main person who owns the account, you can respond to that person, right? It's mm -hmm. Instagram is not, it's not banning you from doing that. So basically be helpful, be helpful to the community and say, oh, that's the monitor that's this and that. And I also have that, or I think this is a better one. Be that person. Don't be a Mr. Know-it-all. What I'm saying is be <laughs> helpful, right? Yes. Try to be sure. helpful. Yeah, just don't be a, a jerk about it. So those do that. And then I guess the other one is probably the most important thing for me is to be yourself. And I've said this already. I've said this in the beginning, and I'm going to stress this once again. It's so important to be yourself, right? Because... I don't know. Think of um, think of one of your favorite accounts, Chelsea, or favorite people to follow. Did you follow that person because you said, I'm following this person because that person is very much like the other person? Very no. likely not, right? Yeah. No. I, the person that I'm talking about still is the person that I told you guys before. Um, yeah. No. I followed him because he is completely different there at the time that I started following there was no one else doing that type of stuff mm -hmm. he was kind of I don't know the first one that started it but yeah for sure because we you know so my point is like don't don't try to be other like by like other people hoping that yeah. you're also going to attract those same people no those mm -hmm. people follow that account that you admire because they're being them yeah so your best chances of of getting your own tribe right? Your own audience mm -hmm. is to be yourself. And honestly, that's actually one of the hardest things to be when you're on True. social media, right? I, I have a story. Uh -huh. um, when I first started, I got shelves that resembled Michael's. And then after that, I became the girl who's copying Michael, <laughs> even though I wasn't trying to copy Michael. That's kind of how we got started, like talking to each other, really, because I think we were both like, hey, um, people are saying that I'm copying you and you were like, no, don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Everyone's going to say yeah. that at some point about everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't worry about it. Just, just be yourself. It makes it more enjoyable to actually mm -hmm. be in the platform and actually doing the work, which is, you know, posting and thinking of all these captions. People think it's, it's easy, you know, to some, oh, maybe it's, it's so easier. Hard. It's yeah, it's hard. Especially if you, if you plan on doing it as a full-time job, Yeah, it's hard. 
Yeah, it's not. The captions are the worst for me. If I could hire someone to write my captions, which I would never do, because then that would take away from it being, you know, my voice and my words. But it's it's hard for me to come up with a caption. Like I, it's much easier for me to snap a pretty photo, upload it and not have to worry about anything else. Even though that's only half of Instagram, I know, but. Right, exactly. It's it's tough. (laughs) It's tough. It takes a lot of practice and work. Um, So on the same, in the same vein of being yourself, um, show your face if you can. I know a lot of people struggle with this. I did too. Now I'm just like, I'm throwing my face everywhere. I, I made Michael's a joke with literally Chelsea. everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like whoring myself out at this point pretty much. No, you really are though. I am. So, and it's hilarious because in the beginning, like just like maybe like, what, less than two years ago, I would never show my face. I'll be like, no, I'll, I'll show my face, but I'm, it's hiding behind a, um, a coffee mug or a hat, whatever oh, it yeah. is. But then I realized that, you know, I'm not, these people are looking for someone that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for Mr. Perfect or whatever. They're just looking for me. And yeah. so I make it a point whenever I fill my grid with a bunch of photos of just random stuff, I always make it a point that I'm, I insert my face somewhere. So if you are actively posting, if you can show your face or maybe at least show a little bit of who you are, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. your face exactly, but show them that you're an actual person, that they're not following a random, just like robot account or something. Yeah. Um, you can do it through your posts or you can do it through your stories. So you can do this in many different ways, right? It's like, I know someone who started just showing their feet, but not their bare feet, but it's like, oh, what? their <laughs> shoes, but it paint, it paints a picture, right? Like, oh, this yeah. is, you know, that saying that you can tell a lot about a person judging, you know, just judging their shoes. It's kind of like mm-hmm. that. Like it gives you a, a brief look or a glimpse of who they are, their personality, their taste. So start mm-hmm. like that. Start showing your 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 watches, like things that you like, so that people can finally put the pieces together and realize that hey, you're a person. This person likes this this watch as well, and like th- this type of uh, clothing or the, these decorations. So show a little bit more of yourself, and that will help you narrow down and figure out and find out who your audience is. Um, these last pointers that I have to share or I want to share are just mostly just. I guess, um, general ideas of other things that you can do that can help. Um, one is to use relevant tags and that also takes a lot of practice and research, but basically, you know, in a nutshell, what it is, is if I'm sharing a desk space, then I'll just use the hashtag work from home or hashtag desk setup, you know, so use relevant ones, but don't, here's probably the, one of the biggest tips. Don't use the ones that are the, like the most popular. For example, because yeah, your 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 post gets lost in all yes, of those because you're competing. So if mm-hmm. you try to look at desk hashtag desk setup, for example, and it has like seven million tags versus Find another one. right, like versus creative desk setup that has maybe a hundred thousand. I would go with creative desk setup because you're competing against just a hundred thousand. I say just right, like lightly, yeah, right. but just a hundred thousand posts that have the same hashtag versus seven million. So try to use the ones that are actually a little bit smaller, and then mm-hmm. ramp up as you get bigger. So just ramp up, um, but use the smaller ones in the beginning. Um, zero in on your niche if you can. So if you like desk setups, for example then comment on desk setup pages and you know comment on other people's setups um 
basically that just zero in and then you'll you know if you can find that niche then just zero in as best as you can um don't tag other creators unless you know they don't mind it i honestly don't mind it when people do it to me but i know other people who are who can be who don't who don't like that and i completely yeah. understand that right like um some sometimes i get tagged something so random i'm like i do too <laughs> right like i don't know what this means because at that yeah. point you become spam right yeah so try not yeah. to do that so tag accounts but do tag accounts that are relevant to to the things that you're sharing for example there are a ton of accounts there that share desk setups right and these accounts their main purpose is to share other people's um creations right like mm -hmm. other people's photos so it's actually helping them with mm -hmm. their content so for example one of my favorites the dream setup when I share, a, when in the beginning, I used to like, I feel like I'm spam. I used to spam them, but I did too. I tagged <laughs> them in everything. Yeah. But you're, you're I giving, don't now, but yeah, you're giving them content, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah. you're just saying, Hey, I have a new picture of a setup if you want to share it. So those are tremendous. Like when, when it comes to helping you grow, because when they like your photo and they reshare it, then you not only have access in the beginning, if you had like what, 50 followers and a bigger account shares it and this account has like 3000 followers, then now you're visible to 3000 people yeah. versus 50. And what if they're bigger and it kind of snowballs that way. So that's one of yeah. the most effective methods of doing it. Tag relevant accounts, accounts that are actually sharing other people's stuff and not just <laughs> random people because you're just going to be spam. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That, that's uh, that's the, uh, the, the whole gist of it. Um, Maybe some, I'll give some things that you shouldn't do, right? I know I said don't tag people randomly, but one of the things that you shouldn't do as well that can really hurt your growth is don't do the follow for follow. Just Oh, yes. Yeah. I hate those. Please the don't Facebook do groups. Mm -hmm. No, there's so many of those. I yeah. can't stand Even those. on Instagram. And just because going back to the whole um, like the things that you like, because if you start following these people, even if you don't like them, just because you feel bad, like, oh, they followed me, I have to follow them, or they said follow for follow, then guess yeah. what? The Insta Instagram algorithm is going to think that you like that particular content or that type of creator. Now you're in the wrong niche. You're in the wrong area. So don't do yeah. that. Um, no spamming comments just to raise engagement. You know, you're only hurting yourself. Don't mm -hmm. just, you know, I, I have a couple of people who do this, like, um, they'll basically comment the same thing. It's just a bunch of emojis or mm -hmm. it's just spamming, right? Try to be you as best as possible. Unless this person is like, you know this person and, and the, the emoji that you're sharing is irrelevant and it's just funny or whatever. Just have a little bit of substance in your comments basically is what I'm saying. Don't spam mm -hmm. them. If you want to compliment someone's photo, I would say try to exert a little bit more effort than just saying, nice or or fire <laughs> yeah. i don't know what else the cool kids say i'm like yeah. cool kids don't even say nice anymore but i don't think so yeah i don't know what they say yeah i don't know my kids they... are, are too young for all of that and james and i are too old so we don't really know what's going on anymore do they say dope god it so, feels so weird me saying i that. don't i don't think so i think that was more our generation right is like, it okay man, that's dope. I, I can i can tell nicole's kind of cringing right now if she's listening probably like, she you just probably said is. dope like probably is so don't yeah. do follow for follow don't spam um 
don't randomly DM people promoting your page. Oh God, I got a oh, lot of God. these. Yeah, like check out this page. I think you'll like it. I'm like, who is I this guy? <laughs> right? I hate so, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, play with or don't buy followers. I've tried this. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about no, this? Yeah, you told me. I've, I've never tried done this, that. Yeah. But it'll only hurt you because I tried. Bar, bar, uh, this was very, very early on. Like I was under, uh, under five thousand. No, under three thousand followers. I think. I'm like, let me try this service because someone reached out and they said, "Oh, we'll engage for you." I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." So I mm -hmm. want to know how this whole thing works, and so I did it for like a month, and basically I did r see a rise in my following. However, I also got a good number of people DMing me and saying, why would you comment randomly or tell or follow me and then unfollow me as soon as I follow you? Because that's basically what the this whole program mm -hmm. does, right? It'll automatically comment or follow other people that it thinks you like. And once mm -hmm. they follow you, it'll unfollow just because it, it'll give you a good ratio of followers. You know what I mean? Like people always want to see I'm following only a few people, but more people are following me. You know, it's a vanity uh, thing. So um, it's going to hurt you because some of these people, one, one message that really got me was they said, you know what sucks is that you follow, you followed my account and only to unfollow me as soon as they followed back. And you don't really have to do that because your, your pictures are good enough. You know what I mean? So it's, it's stuff like that. And this was early on, like maybe three years ago, three or four years ago. And I was just like, yeah, this, it's just going to hurt you because you just come across as not being genuine at all. Yeah. So don't buy followers. Um, yeah. Don't be, be frequent, be frequent with your posts, but don't stress over it too much. It's like fishing. Like I said, you know, just cast the net as much as you are comfortable and, you know, just make sure you're still enjoying it. Don't do it like multiple, multiple times in a day and looking at the numbers, you know, don't, don't watch it like the stock market. It's just going to drive you insane. <laughs> Well, yeah, the stock market does drive you insane. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I've been going crazy lately. So um, yeah. don't do that. Try to enjoy it as much as possible. And that said, play it, you know, play the long game. Getting yeah. to 10,000 followers is not an overnight thing. Some people get lucky, but it's It took me some. forever, you guys. Yeah. So It's <laughs> some. So keep keep doing the work. And honestly, there's no secret. These, these things that I've shared are the things that I've really thought about. Like, and you know, just if someone were to ask me, what should I do? What can I do to reach 10,000? These are the things that I would say. And I promise you be consistent enough and just follow this, play the long game. It's like working out. You can't expect diff um, um, huge differences in just a month, two months, three months. Maybe it really depends. But if you just keep at it, just be consistent with these tips, you will get to 10,000 and you'll be surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah, you'll look back and people will ask you, how did you get to 10,000? And you'll be like us where we're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> these, know. Yeah, these are just the things that we did. There's no secret. It's just for sure. best practices, I think. So yeah. um, I guess that's pretty much it for this episode, Chelsea. I just wanted to share those tips. And I don't know yeah. if you have any more that you wanted to share. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, I, I mean, you hit everything that I did because, I mean, you were one of the ones that helped me get to 10,000. Um, so I don't have anything extra. I mean, I know for me, consistency was key. Um, you know, posting regularly, kind of posting around the same time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like Michael said, play the long game. 
just um, take it one day at a time. You'll get there. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I think before we end everything, we have a little bit of news, Chelsea, do we? We do. All right, let, so, me, let me play yeah. that little stinger. This time, I'm not going to forget it. sounding professional yay we are professional so for all of you sony fans uh -oh. you probably already know about the sony a1 and have you all passed out at that price tag because i know i have i thought when i bought the canon r5 that that sucker was expensive but <laughs> yeah um if you have an extra what is it sixty five hundred dollars oh you, can you get know some, some pretty sweet specs from this camera but i don't know if it's worth it or not michael you're a sony person would you buy this camera it's definitely geared towards the professional lot you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's yeah you know i just have 6500 laying around you know <laughs> i'm definitely not oh, that yeah. guy yeah you know? so it has what six uh, 50 megapixels i think 50 megapixels mm -hmm. i know in hd uh -huh. it shoots it 8k it, it goes all the way up to 8K, but if you're shooting in um, HD, you can get up to 200 frames per second. So yeah, a pretty fast, a pretty fast um, uh, camera, and also dual slot, just good. Uh, what do you call this? Like um, ceiling. So if you're mm -hmm. if you're out and about, you know, in the snow or whatever, it, you, mm -hmm. it's sealed properly. So it's it's weather sealed basically is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. It's a good camera. Um, it's definitely. Someone asked me, um, "How come it still doesn't have the, the, um, the flip screen?" The flip screen. That's the first thing I noticed. Well, if you think about it, like this camera is definitely geared towards the more professional photographer, right? Because they don't. Someone who's going to be behind the camera, exactly. not in front of it. Right. Which, yeah. Exactly. Makes so that makes sense. So it's definitely for a specific group of people, but. You know, social media, people are like, I'm going to get the A1. Or people start talking about, like, I'm, I don't need the A1. I just need the Canon, whatever, whatever. It's it's a whole spec war again. So I don't really care for it, to be honest. It's it's an impressive device if you're a Sony, uh, Sony guy. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I can't say anything. I bought into the whole Canon flagship mirrorless deal. So I can't say anything. Um, I will say that I... There's no way in beep that I could afford $6,500 though for a camera. But I mean, people who are like really deep into the freelance filmmaking, I mean, mm -hmm. this is going to be a no brainer for them. Yeah. So it really just all depends on what you need it for. Exactly. And you have, that's how you justify it. How mm -hmm. am I going to get paid Yeah, yeah, yeah. for this, right? And you know, sure. 8K, I mean... My computer barely <laughs> plays 4K. <laughs> my camera shoot, I mean, my R5 shoots in RK. I've used it once. Right. And even so. YouTube content is, not everything's in 4K, so. You can't even see it back in 8K, so. Yeah, so it's it's for a specific uh, type of people, so. It well, is. that's that. At least um, um, there's that. There's something for yeah. someone, right? I have, I have something that is a little bit cheaper though. And that is our coffee with creators merch. Ooh, if there you, you guys go. Haven't already checked that out. You can <laughs> head on over to the link in the bio and get you a cup or a hat or a sticker. There you go. Do that for you. If you have 6,500, just like laying around to use the whole thing. Use the, the whole thing by all of our merch. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, please do. That'd be nice. Michael's ready to get it out of his garage. So. Yeah. yeah, my wife's like, what is this? I know. Poor Michael. I know. But- well, that's that's all of my news that I have, but I do have um, something pretty fun. We could shout out our friends over at Wandered. Oh, yeah. If you would like to. Yeah, by the way, Chelsea, if you guys uh-huh. didn't see our collaboration between Chelsea and Wandered yeah. and me, that was a fun thing to do. That, that was, was really fun. so fun. I got a couple of messages from people who really enjoyed that. And Did they? That's good. Yeah. And then actually, Chelsea Wandered, Wandered <laughs> messaged and they're like, Oh, no. What'd they say? They said that that was their favorite. From, from the unboxing <laughs> campaign, that was their favorite. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then they started following me. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that is cool. That was really fun. So thank you, Wandered, for sending us those tech pouches. I actually really yes. do enjoy that. It does. I do too. Yeah, it's perfect for my little mirrorless if I'm just out and taking pictures of the kitties. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a, not other people's kids. My kids. His children. <laughs> my children. His offspring, not other people's. That would be weird. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounded like I'm hiding the camera and then taking pictures of the kids. That's yeah. The, just, ki- the way you said the kitties. Yeah, that just sounded really Michael's wrong. not actually allowed around parks <laughs> or schools. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's, it's just a perfect size. So I love it. And it looks nice. And it's very it functional. Is. Yeah, and so guys, check it out. Check out Wandered's new tech pouch. I think they come in three different sizes and they also have a toiletry bag. They do. Yeah. So thank yeah, you, Wandered. Check it out. Yeah. Thank you, Wandered. We had a blast making that little that little clip. Yeah. I sent it to my friend and she was like, first question, did you throw this at yourself or <laughs> did James throw it at you? I was like, no, James is at work. I had to throw it at myself. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole texted me too. She's like, how did you guys do that? I'm like, uh, a lot of throwing at our own faces. A lot of throwing at our own faces. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Fun, fun. I had a blast. That yeah, was me great. too. That was fun. So I think that's it for this episode. And I hope you guys have found any, you know, some sort of value to this. Um, I think that's uh, that's all I have to say, I guess, for today, Chelsea. I don't want to talk anymore because we're going to go on again forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just before we end, I just want to remind you guys to rate and share. If you're listening through iTunes, leave us a comment. If you liked, if you found any value in this episode, leave us a comment. Let us know that you did. Um, don't forget to check out our merch because that's really nice. And I think we're starting a new segment called Listener Mail. Yes. Um, if you want to send in some questions, we may answer them on um, one of our next episodes. So. Definitely. Yeah. Especially when it comes to content creation or just like um, just anything. Like it doesn't have to be Instagram. It can be YouTube, Any whatever it is. Social media. Social media. Yeah. We can help you. I mean, when we say that, we'll give our thoughts and our experiences, right? We'll try to yeah, help don't you. Don't come as at can. us if you used our techniques and it didn't work. <laughs> is what we're but we know what we're doing. Do we? I don't know. All right, guys. Thank you again so much for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. And until next time, I'm Chelsea. And this is Michael. Signing off. Bye. Bye.